views and opinions expressed on this podcast aren't reflections of I'm Not a Rapper, MBMMC, Dollar Tree, Black Hitler, Food Stamps, Tyler Perry, KFC, and the Jewish people. is amazing blazing hot like cajun and all i need is a minute huh, please no gimmicks she telling me to chill on the real and take a trip to satan sent me to hell with it then i yell with it do the hell with your crew you say you got a man with a hell with him too the seats to see shell the whip is see blue when you can swim through. Welcome back. Podcast <laughs> Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to look like I was reading off a script or anything like that. But we are back. Um, this is DJ Nasty Notch. And um oh, go to you, hoodie guy. Put up that shirt. What do you mean? I like he tap dance. Yeah! <laughs> like Savion Glover. Because <laughs> he got like half the dress hanging outside the hoodie and the other one's in the back in like a ponytail or some shit. But alright, my fault. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? Day, we don't know. Um, um, the hooded man is spit. Um, I just want to apologize to all of the Irish people. Um, my fellow Irish people, I'm one three hundred and sixty of Irish, so I'm part of y'all. He's on suicide watch. Oh, you can have as many parades as you want, um, and you can block traffic all you want to. I'm still <laughs> bitching about the parades, huh? You still bitching about the parades? Yes. <laughs> Yo, how how do y'all get two parades? Like, come on! Yo, they got the had a parade last weekend, though. You just apologize. All right, we're Irish. You're Irish, uh, yeah. But we don't get any parades. Yeah, I know. We Boom. Like, we need days. a parade. No parade. Martin Luther King Day, we don't get a parade. No, we can't. We cannot. Do we need, like, Kunta <laughs> Kente Day to get a parade? Hey, boy, see, just if it's in the summertime. You got to know. I'm just saying. Who has more but I'm just saying, Okay. Now they show during Black History Month they show Martin Luther King because he's the mascot. Well, St. Patrick's Day they show fucking leprechauns. Like on Valentine's Day they show a Cuban, you know. But I thought he was like St. Valentine is a saint, just like St. Patrick. St. Patrick is a midget Irish person. And just like St. Valentine is a baby in a diaper and a machete. That's baby from the from the Greek. But you know, on New Year's oh, Eve, they got hurt. So we just said that the Greeks fucked up holidays. No, no but you know, Cupid is really like Irish the Greek, Roman, Greeks. um, right. the gods. So, Cupid uh, is one of the gods. You, you, you really? really hate King Leonidas yeah. from 300? Yeah, him too. 
Rashad, apologize. Rashad, apologize. You know, look like Savion Glover <laughs> and waste seven minutes of our precious time. I know. That bullshit apology. Kevin. This is Kevin, and on behalf of Irish people, I don't accept your apology. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow. He's a spokesman for Irish Well, I'm people. one of you. No, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come in. You'll never be one of them, ever. All right, and we have two special guests, two beautiful young ladies with us this morning. Afternoon. Definitely afternoon, yeah. My name is Latiana Tab, or LT. Am I supposed to say, like, what I do while yeah. I'm here? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm Latiana Tiber, LT. I'm a co-founder of an organization called Mike Check One Two, and I also have my own entertainment company, management company called Tab Management. Cool. And <clears throat> I'm Manamka MJ Jordan, right. and uh, I'm actually the reg- the manager of the regulatory department that regulates all taxis and limousines for the city. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also a host on Social Scenes Video Magazine, and I have my own radio show uh, that was called The Experience, but it'll be called something else. <laughs> okay, new TV show. I mean, new radio show. New radio shows. And so who wants to start? And uh, tell us about what it is exactly that you do in more detail, so people, so we can have all the young ladies who are listening have something to aspire. So basically, to. what you're saying is add like probably three yourself. more sentences to it. <laughs> yeah, just like if you're at work, if you're working, if you're at home, you're probably smoking. So <laughs> it's, it's still something to aspire to. Well, I do have a job. <laughs> um, I have a job that is not my own. I'm an academic advisor at the University of Delaware. But um, as far as Mike Check 1 2, my friend Lana Adams and I started this organization in December. We are an organization committed to creating community level opportunities for people to become vessels of change. Since December, we've had uh, two panels, two panel discussions. One was about the African, the portrayal of African American women in, in the entertainment industry. Our second, most recent one was an all male panel <coughs> called the Mantle on Love and Relationships. We've had just last week a prom dress drive. We had like over a hundred dresses, shoes, and accessories donated for the prom dress drive. And yesterday. We were um, a part of the first Women of Color Conference at St. Joseph's University, and we ran two sessions, and it was another panel. It was like our second installment of the portrayal of the African-American woman in the entertainment industry. It was like, that one was an all-female panel. So that's Mike Check in a couple (laughs) sentences. I don't know what we have projected for the future. Lana is handling that. I'm just trying to graduate (laughs) from um, my master's program. And um, with Tab Management, I currently have three clients. SK, he's a hip-hop artist. Evan Polk, who is a comedian. And um, DJ Ricochet, who is a DJ. (laughs) 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 They each have have some projects coming up. Um, SK has a project coming up with um, where he collaborates with Wes Manchild, who's one of the producers in Philly. Shout out to Wes. Shout out to Wes. Um, Evan Polk has... A monthly comedy show at the Laugh House called Hilarium. And Evan also has a web series coming up 
I guess like in the next two months, we're going to release it. No, like the next month. It's called Evan. That's uh, clever. Yeah, exactly. You know, just Evan. Easy to remember. Um, and Rick. Rick is always doing stuff every Friday. You can catch him at Mikey's. Um, but he's going to he's gonna be releasing two new mixtapes in his series, The Ultimate Orgasm and um, Amnesia. Say words. I don't know when that's coming out, but they're great mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Well, what are you going for your master's in? Um, master's of Science in Human Development and Family Studies. Trying to get walk in May, get a diploma in August. Right. <laughs> I don't know that I want to go behind her. That's kind of impressive. Um, so the taxi and limousine industry of Philadelphia, no one really understands it. You see a cab and it's painted a, different, a specific color. You see a name and you just assume that's the owner. But there's actually about 700 different owners. Um, the medallions are the little pieces of metal on the front of the hood and they're valued at about $400,000 a piece. <clears throat> so every single taxi that you see, and there's 1,600 of them. Um, and to purchase one, it's kind of a combination between the, a liquor license and and purchasing a house. Uh, so we approve you, we check your credit, we make sure that you understand our regulations, that financially you're able, you don't have a criminal record. Um, and so it's maybe a three-month process to get that on the street. Um, and then as far as the drivers, the drivers are all independent contractors. We put them through a five-day training. We make sure that they can speak English. We... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to let you finish, but about your drivers. Yeah. I'm, I, I have issues with we, we, a, lot of, a lot of people have problems with the drivers, but... Being a taxi cab driver is in the top 10 list of most dangerous jobs in the United States. So not many people, especially not American-born, want that job. So most often when people come here from other countries, that's the job that they go to. So um, a lot of one of the biggest issues for me being in this position, um, it's a male-dominated industry. And um, I'm actually the only female and the only African-American in the division in management. So a lot of the drivers and the owners come in and they don't want to talk where they used to. I've been there seven, eight years now. And they would think they don't have to talk to me. You know, one of my staff might be right next to me and it's a Caucasian male and they'd like totally ignore me and he'd be like, well, I can't even help you. Like, you need to talk to her. And then I'm walking away. Like, oh, you want to talk to me? But, you know, so... We're missing the pendant plane in the back. I was a bitch for like the first seven years. Got written up a lot, you know, for tone and attitudes, you know, the whole black girl thing. Um, of course. Of course, right yeah. Um, but, we, you know, we have a Commonwealth judge at our facility. We have, um, there's inspectors on the street, about 13 of them, that they get tickets, $250, $300, $700. Um, so it's a real process to own a taxi cab. And everyone thinks that, oh, I'm just going to own a taxi cab. Well, that's called a hack. So if you didn't come <laughs> <laughs> And the same thing with limousines. You know, a lot of people just want to, oh, I'm going to get a black car. I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to hook up with, you know, some club, vault, and drive people back and forth. Again, that's a hack, and we will impound you. It's a thousand dollar ticket. Y'all will not make that paper easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a well, process. Everybody I was giving a ride from vote is my cousin. <laughs> but if, you're, if you're licensed, uh, you, it would have to be a personal car, and you couldn't be dressed like you look like you're a limo driver. And I'm not dressed they, like I was going to the club. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're stopping you. Oh, y'all hate You don't get a pass. Huh? Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, you might you might not get stopped. 
I'm just saying. I'll just go, yes, I'm white. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what you say to the you cops when they pull you over. I'm like, Yo, that's Naji right there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, sword, sword. He said it to the cops when he pull like, I guess you couldn't see through the fucking tent. I'm <laughs> But it's interesting that she said that um, men will come in and not want to talk to her because I get students kind of dismissing me when I'm in our advisement center and they'll come in and I'll just turn around too like, oh, you don't want to talk to me? Right. All right, then I won't help well, you. Well, in their you defense, you kind of look like you're 12. Yeah. I kind of look like I'm 12, but I'm also at a predominantly white university, so uh, they oh, walk yeah. in and okay. so oh, I look yeah, like yeah, I'm 12 yeah. and yeah. she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> So, but you I have to prove it to them. That's yeah. what it comes down to. I'll I mean, just wear your degrees around your neck. Like. <laughs> well, you know, for me, that kind of like comes in um, a different situation, which uh, me and Spit were talking about. You know, a lot of people, you know, whether it's on Twitter or whether it's on Facebook or just in conversations, you know, people always knock um, women who are on welfare. And even women who are on welfare kind of knock themselves about what they're able to do, what the world has, you know, pigeonholed them as. You always get the jokes about, you know, selling food stamps and things like that. Well, what people don't know is that I started on welfare. Um, I was in college. I was at Temple, and my major was actually broadcast journalism. And Clinton made the new law where everybody had to go into these programs, and you only have five years. And I was in my junior year at Temple, and basically, and I was only really on welfare for the child care part of it. I mean, you got all of it, and sure, the others was nice, but I needed that in the medical. Um, and the counselors let me know if you don't go into one of these programs or get a job, you're going to be cut off. And I mean, my daughter at the time was like maybe six months old. Um, so at that point, I was really being rebellious. Like I could not believe they wanted me to come out of college to go into this program yeah. mm-hmm. to do something that I already knew how to do since I was probably 15 or 16. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of pulled my you know, coattail and was like, but you don't want to lose what you need for your daughter. So they found me this job um, being a receptionist for a licensed restoration company. And I took it. I wasn't happy about it, but I did have to drop out of school at the time. Um, And while I was there, I learned um, basically what they did at this license restoration place. And, you know, after being there and I'm like, okay, this guy's paying me seven dollars and fifty cents an hour and he's getting reimbursed Mm -hmm. by welfare for it. And I'm just sitting here basically running his office because he's he realizes he's hit the jackpot. Like I actually got someone smart in the office. So I'm not gonna be here to keep it. So I'm not gonna stay in the office anymore. I'm gonna let her handle it. And I just started watching more, watching more, watching more and started talking to people and the opportunity came where I had two white men who (laughs) 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 it just kind of became like a partially you know racial show I'm just saying so two Kevins were there yeah and uh, (laughs) (laughs) no it don't feel bad I'm half German so um yeah, not. But Why you're like three. Yeah, you're what not. Are you guys doing? I like German. <laughs> exactly. You like German? Six hundred German. Right. Exactly. Yes. But, so they basically gave Media. me sixty-five thousand dollars to start my own business, and um, it was really lucrative. And at the same time, Livestock was starting in the city, mm-hmm. and everybody knows what Livestock is. Right. And at the time, it was Mayor Street, and Mayor Street did not support <laughs> Livestock. No, he didn't want Livestock to be there. To no, he like felt Trump. as though exactly what happened was going to happen. That it was going to affect us. It was actually the president judge from traffic court that wanted it. And it was something that had already been on the books. We just weren't following it. So uh, Mayor Street actually gave me the opportunity to come up with a program to help people before it went into effect. So I had created an amnesty program with traffic court where you basically got all your tickets thrown out. Uh, and that went on for six months before Livestop actually went into effect. So um, I did eventually go back to school. 
And, you know, all of these things led up to the position that I'm into now. Uh, but I got all of these positions without actually finishing my degree. I actually just finished it this year. So, you know, people sit there and say that you're on welfare and you can't get off of welfare or these girls or women aren't, and you definitely can. And you can still go after your passions because the radio show now and doing social scenes, they all just came up since I became 40. And, you know, they were things that are part of my passion. You just had to throw that out there since 40. I still do not believe I just let people know that because, you know, for number one, I am on Twitter, I am on Facebook, and everybody thinks that I'm their age. And it's okay, and we laugh and joke, but sometimes if I come off a little stuck up or don't laugh at something, they'll really come at me. And that's when, like, the 40-year-old come out, and it's like, like I'm not a child. I am not a child. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you're, we're not going to sit here and you're not going to talk about swallowing, you know. Yeah. I'm just not going to have that conversation. And then when it becomes, well, relax, or I'm going to go in on you. And it's like, I'm a grown-ass woman. Like, and I'm going to go in. Yeah. I sometimes feel like I do like Three times a week. I'm a grown-ass So this is, this is like natural 40. You're not on, like, HGH or anything? Yeah, it's natural 40. All right, Actually, 41. I'll be 42. Oh, oh, that's fancy. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, and then they just start with the, oh, it's only Twitter. No, it's no, not. It's, it's, not it's not only. And I mean, it's. I mean, anyone can look at it. It's your word. And anyone can look at it. I mean, and I've had exactly. situations where, um, you know, conversations have happened, and then I've run into this person somewhere out in public, and you know, they want to keep that whole animosity going, and I'm like, dude. It's only it Twitter. Was, <laughs> it's only Twitter. <laughs> it's only it works on both ways. Works both ways. Yeah. yeah. What happened? So. So basically, you know, I just look at it as, you know, everyone doesn't have to believe that they can't do anything without a degree. You can do anything you want to do. You know, it's really up to you. It's up to your dedication. It's up to your drive. It's up to, you know, you just be willing to do it and not sit around. You met John Street, his crazy ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> He's fucking making me <laughs> Well, but I will say I like Street more than Nutter, so. I agree. I, mean, hello. I feel, I feel I as though Nutter is like a Republican. In he, it's absolutely. Like, yeah. There's so many. It's pretty much he took away from education. You know, the libraries are closing. Like, yeah. you're taking so much away from the youth. Pot, potholes. I mean, I have an issue with potholes. <laughs> The underneath of my well, car, the, well, the things that they told There's no potholes. Well, actually, I live about two blocks away from him, so there's no potholes <laughs> in my neighborhood. <laughs> but when I drive around. Yeah, exactly. Of course, of course, it's not going to be. Yeah, so that's kind of nice. Another so. town. Yeah. But, I mean, right now, I'm pursuing, you know, hey, the whole... Back. Broadcasting thing now because I didn't do it when I was in my twenties, and it's amazing how many opportunities are coming out for me now, and that I'm able to do it. What made you get into uh, broadcasting? I mean, I've known I wanted to do that since I was a little girl. Like Mm -hmm. my, you know, I knew broadcast journalism, or I didn't know that's what it was called then. And being a lawyer were the two things I wanted to be. Basically, relational, you know. I do so. But, you know, when you think about how much the bill is once you graduate, it's not I just want to be a professional nerd, man. Um, <laughs> that's kind of, you don't need a degree for AKA that. A.K.A. comic book writer, so <laughs> that's all I want to do. So, yeah. I, um, you know, so for me, it's something that I'm really passionate about. A friend of mine said to me the other day, um, you're so different than you were six months ago. And I'm like, why? And they're like, six months ago, all you did was talk about your job. And I'm like, really? Did I talk about it that much? They were like, that was your life. And I'm like, well, what do I talk about here? talk about now they said you never talk about it all you talk about now is the radio show or you know the social scenes magazine or what interview you're going to or what audition you're going to 
it's my passion. And again, I say that people can do anything at any age or circumstance. Because mm-hmm. at 40, I felt I had an expiration date and it wouldn't be possible. And here I am doing it. And it's not like I'm afraid to be up against someone as cute and as intelligent <laughs> as she is. Because so it's still. All right, guys, I'm really not 12, okay? <laughs> I did say I'm the second year of my master's right. program. Right. Can I might say I'm been, an adult? Yeah. You might have been an Asian 12. Yeah, yeah Asian 12, so. So I, I just think, you know, it's important for everybody to have a passion, and a lot of people don't, you know, and it's disappointing that people have them and they're afraid to express them because of yeah. their friends and their networks that will embarrass them or tease them about it. I mean, you can tease me all you want. I mean, I got I mad. I got yeah. mad at friends who didn't support my show when I first started. And, I mean, didn't speak to I feel to like they're friends. Some friends. Friends are, like, the hardest to come around. Like, I feel like that there are so many outsiders who can support you in what you do. And yeah. friends, you're like, you have to convince them to come. Absolutely. It's like, you know, if you're my friend, you should value what I'm doing, like and you this. should just show up. Right? I look at it like this, because by me, like, you know, being a writer and, like, you know, writing comic books and, just, you know, telling your friends from North Philly, like, yeah, you know, I want to write comic books, so I'm working on a comic book, you know, now, and it's going to come out soon. Man, you write a comic book. Fuck out of here. So that's what you need to like, all right, you know what? I'm going to sit here and write, you know, something like so great that all you have to read because so many people want me to talk about it. So that fuels me to do. But the funny thing is we have to work on that too because when I was mad at my friends, it was, wait till I'm on Power 99 or Syndicate. Because then I'm not speaking to none of y'all and you want a commercial. But see, I had to pull back and say, but I'm doing this for myself. I'm not doing it for their praise. So realistically, if you don't have time to listen to my show, or, you know, I got so mad at one girlfriend. She's like, oh, I listened to like 15 minutes. I was on my way to Bible study. And I'm like, I actually said, I actually said, bitch, you ain't been to church in like a year. And now all of a sudden you want to go to Bible study on the first day of my show. And then I was like, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I got to the point where I don't even let myself get upset. I don't, I kind of lower my expectations. Yeah, like, if you show, if you show up, then you show up. If you don't, then you don't. I'm not even going to waste my energy on getting up, getting mad at you because you'll come around when you come around. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to, um, Lana and I talk about how people support how they can support. You know, maybe maybe you're not going to show up and maybe you'll tell other people to come or maybe like you're going to do what's, I don't want to say convenient, but you'll show your support in a way that you can show your support right. and I'll appreciate that. So I don't have, I don't have the energy. I don't, sometimes I don't even have the energy for myself. Like you were saying how like six months ago, like how you change in the six yeah. months and I've noticed a change in myself over time as well and like I hate small talk I hate going somewhere and then a networking and you gotta just do the chit chat I wanna talk about something but I've gotten to the point where I don't have time for my attitude about small talk people talk to me I'm just like alright we can just have this conversation (laughs) and and we'll build exactly and I've gotten no and I'm I'm saying to say that I've gotten good like I've actually I, I was somewhere the other night and when I left I was like oh you just had these conversations with these people like it was not a problem because I just didn't feel like being bothered with oh I don't want to talk to them oh I don't want to do this yeah exactly it's definitely growth and I've and also I've noticed that I've grown and just being more candid like sometimes usually it'll be me just keeping things in and it's just let's just get to the point what do you want to do what what needs to be said are we yeah because I've always been candid and I have I have to work on that like I'll show I'll show my um how I feel like I used to usually show my how I feel like in my facial expressions I've never been shy but I'll keep a lot in now it's like get to the point right what do we need to do (laughs) 
I'm not gonna play you with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Rude. Oh, like, here you go. No, like, it, I'm, I'm not like, rude, but it's just you know, if we have something to do, then let's let's look. Like you're in the club, but look, look, who No, it's funny because yes, y'all say people come around. My mom just came around to acknowledge me as a writer. Like you're always like, oh, no. <laughs> you're right, yeah, that's cute. Like, damn, mom. Look, read this short story I wrote. Okay, but you know, family is just like friends. I mean, yeah. uh, luckily, I have a dad. Um, he every father had a dad, <laughs> yeah. way, but he was a lawyer and he gave that was it up. Baby. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't know. He, it's understandable. He um, was a lawyer and he gave it up to become um, an artist. And I mean, at some points, he was a starving artist. And he has, you know, gone about his business and done everything that he wanted. And so he's probably my biggest supporter because he looks at it like this is a part of me and you. And I say, go for it. My mom, on the other hand, is say, like I call. My mom a hater, and you know I'm like, right. because my mom has said things like, "Oh, you're just trying to still be young." Like Amia, uh, my daughter's name is Amia, so she's always like, you know, me and Amia talk about you, and we're like, you need to sit down somewhere, and I'm like, you need to sit down somewhere. I'm like, Don't be, are you jealous? But, but that's part of being, you know, being honest and being candid yeah. because on one of our first events, like no one from my family came, and I had to tell my mom, like, you know, how did that make me feel that you didn't show up all my life? You've been supportive right. over everything that I. I've done and this is something big that I've never yeah. done and you and no one showed up but again I wasn't going to give right. myself all the time but that, I looked at the crowd they weren't there it hurt right. and then I Just told her yeah I mean it, with it, my mom it, it was like stayed, especially to see someone else's whole family yes yeah. and she has supported me my, her, my whole life so I'm very surprised that she wasn't as supportive exactly. of this and like yesterday I haven't spoke to her in about two weeks we got into like a huge fight and we talked yesterday and we're blah 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 and then she's like oh how's the radio show I'm like I'm not talking to you about that exactly. she's like oh you're not and I'm like no like maybe a little later but mm-hmm. don't you know give me fake interest don't you know be a fan now yeah, yeah. Well, I'm on the radio show right. since when yeah. <laughs> like what was last week's topic you don't even know what day it is so so guys uh would you all like to stick around with us? You know, I mean, talk a little ladies. more. Ladies. 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 I'm sorry. I'm about to say, give me an option. I'm sorry. Yeah, you usually say, late, beautiful ladies. How about that? You all might need some estrogen in the room. We yeah, I'm not going to talk about nothing important. So, yeah, we definitely. So, would you all like to stick around with us? Yes. Before we go on break, can y'all please I'll tell you know everybody, our listeners, uh, your Twitter name. Sure, sure. I'm gotta love underscore MJ. So you gotta kind of say it like you gotta love MJ. Ah, yeah. that's, clever. <laughs> that's clever. I'll give you my. Uh, I'll give you. <laughs> I'll give you. Last time she said, "Yeah, I'm not giving you my direct." Yeah. Tab management. Well, tab T A B B M G T is. The Twitter that I'll give you. Oh, Mike Check has a Twitter. Sure. Mike underscore check underscore. No time for the small talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard your old podcast was there. <laughs> no, y'all. Don't, I, I don't hope I didn't paint myself. Like, I'm not free. Awesome, yeah, you definitely painted that picture. Um, no, I didn't. Not if I, I see, have but that's But no, that needs to be said because if I'm saying, if I'm a woman and I'm saying that I'm candid, I shouldn't be painted as me being unfriendly. That's right. I'm just yeah. saying that, you know, if Because that's usually me. Exactly. If stuff needs to be. <laughs> I want to apologize to everybody again. Tan. I did not mean to offend me. <laughs> if you're not for this, okay, because I'm unfriendly. I don't like people until they come. <laughs> 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 I'm 
No, but okay, I'm friendly. I'm so unfriendly. I'm definitely Perfect not a fan So you just yeah. don't want people in your personal Twitter because yeah, nothing, no one, like today I said, I mute people. Someone said, well, what's the purpose of muting them? And I'm like, because I might like them, but they're just boring on Twitter. Exactly. So I don't want to unfollow them and then be like, I just, you unfollowed no. me. Like, and, I then, just, and then I don't like the idea of like censoring myself. So it's right. like, oh, she sounds interesting. She's just doing these sort of things. Let me right. follow her. And then y'all see that I write something ratchet or something. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, I'm a person. Right. I, I'm a whole person. I can say certain things. Right. No, I'm a role model, but I'm a person right. as well. Like, I'm not going to be writing something off the wall, but, you know, Stop. follow Tab MGT or <laughs> Mike underscore check underscore. Yeah. And if you catch me, then you can follow me. Someone food stamps, right. you know, Well, no, about, you can talk about, I, 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 I do buy food stamps, so, I you know. I, I'm not above that. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there. And I say welfare got me two college and three college, okay? Right. <laughs> I guess we're, what are we going to break? Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> People talk here. So follow them on Twitter. Yes. Yes. I'll come up. I'm see Eric Boy on the street. Eric Boy got food. Get the hell fuck out of here. Yo, honestly, yo, we gonna get a post about that. Yes, they gonna think we got food stamps on that. That is gonna make us like super. Now you're gonna pop. You gotta thank us. I'm about to tweet that right now. Podcast Wednesday got them food stamps. On that note, we be right back. Thank you for listening to Podcast Wednesdays. Now sponsored by SFX S Frosty Networks, a Philadelphia-based establishment specialized in networking strategy, event production, and marketing. Please follow at sfrosty215 on Twitter and visit facebook.com slash sfrosty. Also check out the Philadelphia Independent Film Festival 5. That's PIF5, hashtagable on Twitter, June 20th through 24th, 2012. Submissions are rolling in for the fifth year of the favorite festival of independent filmmakers and film lovers. Visit PhiladelphiaIndependentFilmFestival.com. Also sponsored by Media Bureau Studios, MBN Studios at 4th and Brown Northern Liberties, 12,000 square feet, four floors, and two conjoined buildings of creative spaces and production studios, a hub for independent underground art and multimedia. Contact studio manager Paul S. Frosty Jackson at sfrosty215. Search S. Frosty on Facebook or LinkedIn for contact information. Thank you for listening to Podcast Wednesdays at Podcast WEDS on Twitter. City, your brotherly, they hate to love you. I ain't on that freshman cover next year. Freshman, take cover. That's moody. Come up show has just been. Uh huh. We dropping. And you say nice things. Nah, nah, nah. Name a stage in this city, I didn't rock. Kimmel Center to TLA, I did the track. My eyes dropped, all you did was watch Last time I checked your homie, all you did the block You on the block, I'm on the block Ain't got time to play no games, I'm on the clock I'm on the grind, put that work in Philly wanna raise a new wave while I'm surfing Sipping, catch me swerving like my name written in Curse of the truth is written in verses Moms listening, watch the curses Stay focused on what's my purpose That's making rappers feel worthless See, lyrically, I'm a surgeon This operation is perfect, huh? Really what they saying to me I dip the minor jabs, this ain't a thing to me Bob and weave on them, that don't excite me Consider this your real reason not to like me Uh-huh, we dropping. 
one. What's up? What's up? What's the name? What's the name? Yeah, I know it. Bet if I give her a shot, she probably blow it. She probably blew it. Now she probably blew it. I caught her fishing. She tempted that. Listen as I drop this bomb. On the track, look a ways behind the back. How many downloads? Mm, you must have rounded that. Hold, hold up, they call him Mr. Hollywood. Actresses on my mattresses, even Hollywood. Giving the shot, I bet she probably would. That West Stroke, the best stroke, I call it Hollywood. Sorry. <laughs> All right, well, I guess Najee did it, but uh, I'm not gonna keep fucking talking about my shirt, B. All right, shit. Are you looking at me? I uh, mean, whoever. B. Yeah, <laughs> B. <laughs> oh, you B. I know. But um, <laughs> uh, we're back. Um, crush Kyle. Uh, we're back. Um, for the people who listen to the Extras podcast, they heard our, um, our first calling guest was uh, a Shiny from 30 Second Street, Street and all of the wretchedness that ensued from that. The fuck so, that <laughs> I don't know. I, I just said it because word, LT said it, it, it and it, I got it from Twitter. Is I don't it, like, is I'm it for ratchet? I mean, like, I don't it's know not like wretch. Somebody yeah. said it me. It's not wretch. Like, yeah. Oh my, yeah. come on. You got. You don't know what ratchet means. I don't want to know, man. I'm a grown ass man. Grown ass men know what it means, Again, I'm a grown ass man. I'm talking correct English. You know, I, I, gave up front. I gave up front. Can you just say that from me? Yeah. I no, like I, I always say it. I say it three times a week. I have that trademark. I say it three times a week. He's like grown ass man, like 60. Pull your pants up. Uh, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Pull your pants up, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, Sean. Wear that taxi cab hat and shit on. <laughs> <laughs> the platinum fubu fed off the shoes. He stole from his nephew in 10th grade. <laughs> Some G units. Hey, let me stop. Yo. All right, but we have a special guest calling in today to podcast Wednesdays, and we have Miss uh, Monique Anderson. Uh, Monique, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Kelly, you want to say hi? Hola. Hey, hi, everyone. So, Mo, um, I wanted you to come on the show today and uh, tell us a little about who you are and what you do and how you got there. Well, um, I am a reading specialist. Um, I work with, I, I personally, I'm working in an old-grown charter school in the South Bronx, and I particularly work with the girls that are below grade level to help them to be able to get on grade level in reading. And I got here by a lot of hard work. I am exceptionally good at my job because I come from 
the same socioeconomic background as the girl. So in many cases, I was the girl and I was the girl's mother. So I can, can relate and be able to deal with their social issues in order to help them get to their academic levels, the proper academic levels. So in a nutshell, I was a teenage mother. I was a high school dropout. I was a welfare recipient. I was all of that, that the mothers and these girls combat. So I know how the girl may feel living in a certain area where perhaps mom has to work a lot and she's not getting the social needs that she should have and the behaviors oftentimes show up in school. And unfortunately, many of my Caucasian counterparts or even many of my African-American counterparts who grew up in middle-class environments, they don't know how to deal with the children. So that's what I do. Gotcha, you got you. So, so how long have you been in the education field? I've only been teaching for, let's see, I've been teaching since 2006. So I went back for, I went back to school to get my master's in education in 2004. And then I finished that and I got my certification um, in childhood education. And then I saw the need for literacy. So I went and got a second master's in teaching literacy while I was teaching. But prior to that, I was an executive assistant in investment banking. So I worked in many of the big companies like Goldman Sachs and UBS Warburg. And I realized that that wasn't for me. Like I wasn't going to be a glorified, overpaid paper pusher. And I have a son. My son is um, 21 now. And as I was working, which is why I can relate to a lot what these mothers are going through, as I was working, my son was having issues in school because I was a single mother and I was working a lot. And they, we would automatically get stereotyped because we was I was living in an urban environment and it, sometimes I was getting food stamps and they would see it on the lunch form. So they would automatically, um, you know, categorize my son as something that he wasn't. So I became an advocate for my own son and started to learn more about the public education system. And that's why I became a teacher. So when you worked for uh, Goldman Sachs and all these other companies, did you ever meet a Bernard Madoff? I mean, I'm just questioning. Like, I'm just curious. Are, are you one of the people that he ran on with? Bernard Madoff. Bernard Madoff. First name, like, that's his best friend. Bernie, Bernard, whatever. Or, no, you know how corporate infrastructures are. There are chains of command. So in each department, there's a different chain. You know how it is. And they're multinational companies. So it's almost impossible for you to meet anyone everyone in the company. I'm just checking because all that money disappeared. I know he didn't take it all by himself. Yeah. So, so what else do you do, Ma? Besides that, other than I'm a mom, I'm one, you know, I, I have a seven-year-old daughter. I'm a mother. So I do that. I have, you know, I'm just a regular person. I'm very active in my daughter's education. I'm president of PTI. It sounds so corny, but those things are so important. There's you a know, soccer mom now, Ma. You just work really hard to do what I do. Like, there's, like, everyone always trying to make it seem like, oh, you're this type of role model. Nah, I'm just a regular chick from the hood. You just, <laughs> but you are a role model, though, Mo. You, you have a lot of young women that look up to you. Yes, I 
<laughs> yeah, she's she from around the hood. <laughs> oh, I remember so, you. I, was, okay. I wasn't gonna use my looks to get what I wanted. Like I, I went through it. Like I had to trust still a boyfriend or whatever. I wasn't. I thought that wasn't what to do or where to go. So it was only thing I was gonna do was work hard, and I worked hard. Like I didn't take any shortcuts. Like I started off with jobs that. Most people didn't want to start off. I tried the home health thing for two weeks. That was <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, like, I went to college, and as I'm going through college, I'm, you know, my mind wasn't closed. Like, as Rich would tell you, like, I'm not a closed-minded person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make my own assumptions of things. So I wasn't going to be the girl to just get a college degree and get the job and be like, oh, this is how I look, how it, you know, fall into the let society say I've made it. Like, I've made it when I defined I've made it. And I wasn't going to be never any type of stereotype of anything. So, and most people wouldn't consider being a school teacher a good job. But it's good for me. Yeah, and that's what your passion is. I remember, the, like, about two weeks ago when, um, uh, Star shouted you out on Twitter. Shout out to Star Buck Wild. He shouted you out and said that, that you were a school teacher. And you're like, no, don't say that because I don't want people to know who I really am and they read my <laughs> tweets and, then, and, think, and think I'm supposed to be a good person. No, that's true though. They get in trouble <laughs> for stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, one of the girls on um, UE Radio, she has, um, she's a teacher. Yeah. And if I told you which show it was, you would be shocked. <laughs> she, be, she, be yeah, shit. she doesn't let yeah, people because, know she's a teacher. Yeah, because because you don't want people to judge you off of that just because you've said you're a professional but you're still a person so exactly. you're allowed to have fun. Yo, I hate this chair. My yeah, Twitter isn't private. Also, so. right. But I can tell you a funny joke. A funny joke. Um, that would be funny. Yeah, that's the reason now, but that's not the 
the reason I'm talking about. Like, right. you got to be able to take what these kids say because they only going to identify from their culture exactly. and twist it and put it back to academic language or exactly. be able to connect it to the academic uh, lesson. That's, that takes a lot of, you have to understand their culture. And most, uh, unfortunately, uh, 90% of the teachers don't understand the culture of the students that they're teaching, so they don't make connections with those kids. Yeah, that's one of the main problems. Mo, you are like amazing. <laughs> you, just, uh, you just do it. You just do it all, and you make it seem like it's just so nonchalant. Like, yeah, just. I mean, I just do this. I mean, your kids like me. I teach sometimes. And I listen to Jeezy. I mean, hey, that's how I do. Mo, I definitely thank you for taking time out of your busy day, uh, telling us about you and who you are and what you do. So, so we won't let you go, but. Uh, before you go, uh, uh, do you want to give out your Twitter or anything, or do you just want people to think of you as this anonymous person? <laughs> just an uh, anonymous person and yeah, just pops up. All right, and if you have kids, make sure that you read to your kids. That is a perfect right. message to give. And if you don't All have right. kids... Alright, thank you. I'll call you later. Alright, bye. Alright, peace. Bye. Bye, Mo. Oh, I guess well, she's don't don't <laughs> she, <laughs> she just hung up on you. Fuck us. <laughs> but um to a kind of a piggyback on that, I guess you could say, not necessarily piggyback pork, but uh, there was a 13-year-old girl in New York who was persecuted. The article said it was for um, encouraging her white teachers to teach. But what the real story is that she wrote a, um, an essay on Frederick Douglass, and they didn't, I don't know, I guess they didn't like her essay. And she ended up going through, you know, a bunch of different, you know, things. She, she had to talk to her, like, her principal and her teachers and everything, and they didn't uh, like the content of her essay. So I guess because she's 13 in Rochester, New York, they don't have like freedom of speech. So how does everybody feel about? Well, remember she know? actually left the school. Yeah, that was yeah. you know a big part of it is that yeah. she left. Be, like because she couldn't deal with how they were treating her. Right. Mm. So yeah. Well, it's, well, she didn't leave the school. Her but we did. Her. Took her out. I mean, you don't leave. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't know. I love, but just oh. simple, like she had to switch schools. Yeah, right. just got that makes sense. She did a lot. Yeah, that's 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 bullshit. Just throw the papers in the air. I mean, I listened to the the um, to her essay, and. I mean, I'm kind of torn on this, and I, you know, hate to say it, but I do come from, like, a middle-class family. I consider myself middle-class now. I've gone to schools where I was the only African-American, and so is my daughter. And so when I heard the essay, um, while I thought it was good, and I was glad that she was able to um, say what she said. And there were some things that I felt as though an adult had to help her with because there were words that she was not able to pronounce that if you use this word to in your paper, right, yeah. how don't you really know what this word is as you're you know, trying to read it? And I mean, I think that that was where my um, concern came with the paper was how much of the, of what she said was really her, her words, words or was it I mean because we do all help our kids yeah. I mean I get into my daughter well not anymore but when she was younger into her projects and I'd be like what did we get yeah, you know I can't wait to get you I'm like yeah. I'm like yeah. yeah. I'm just asked my daughter right now I'm asked my daughter like what did you do with that science project in a class no I'm not trying to hit it what did you do what we get yeah so I really felt because of a lot of the words that she used 
confused. And you could tell by the way that she read her own paper that she, she was, was not, she was uncomfortable with it. Um, she, she stumbled a like lot. Like, right. <laughs> and so I felt, did she go through all this because someone helped her and it was their words and passion as opposed to hers? Because I don't know that a kid would, at 13, would have gotten the message that she portrayed in that video. Because honestly, sad to say, I'm 25 and I don't know that much on Frederick Douglass. Right. I mean, they had to read a book. I mean, they were, oh, it yeah, was they read required the reading. Oh, okay. Right, it was required um, reading. But she said that there were words in the, the book that she had to actually look up because mm-hmm. she didn't understand the words. But there are things that, I mean, think about it. I can have a word that I don't know what it is and I can look it up in the dictionary and still be like, I still don't know what this yeah, word uh, means. Uh, so did this girl who, you know, is already having trouble in school... Really go and look in the dictionary and figure out, oh, I know what, you know, that word means now. That was my issue with it. I just felt like, did this go too far? Did this get this attention? And was this girl subject to something that wouldn't yeah, have yeah. happened if somebody, you know, her militant uncle uh, yeah, that's ex right. yeah, that's wasn't what was like, we going to talk about, you know. Uncle Lamont was definitely like, no, break this. If you even listen to her call to action, it says, um... Uh, grand price was paid in order for us to be where we are today. But in my mind, we should be a lot further. Uh, so again, I encourage the, the white teachers to instruct, and I encourage my people to not just be a student, but That's become a learner. Right. It doesn't sound like a 13-year-old. No. But and like especially not if you listen to Yo, her. Like a warrior. <laughs> it's like, like a warrior. warrior. But even when you, say, when you say listen to the message, I mean, because what Mo said was, was very relevant, too. It's not just the fact that, you know, it's, a, let's say, a white teacher in a predominantly black school, because it's also, if I was that teacher in, in the same school, I mean, you know, just as a funny, the other day I was on Twitter and uh, Joe Budden said something, I must have followed him, and I was like, I didn't know Joe Budden was a rapper, and everyone was like, "We just want to know who did you think he really was." And I was like, "I don't know." I thought he was like, "I'm serious." I thought he was like a reality show host or something. I did not know who he was. So it was like almost a decade. It was my time, so you know, I still didn't know who he was. That's what I still didn't know who he was. So you know, so I'm just saying, you know, but it's not just you know the fact that it's you know white teachers in black schools. It could be black teachers in black schools. I mean, that's going to happen. It's always happened. Do people still elevate? I'm not saying that the message isn't good and that we need to be made aware of it, but. That's been since the start of time, yeah. you know. I mean, that happens everywhere, and especially in desegregated schools. I mean, mm-hmm. you're putting a kid on a bus from a neighborhood that, you know, they don't have these experiences, and you're shipping them somewhere where, you know, everything is totally different, and that's not her situation, but I'm just saying, but people still make it and survive. I just thought it was a little um, disrespectful. A good message, but a little disrespectful. I mean, you're ta- this is your school's essay, and you're basically saying the white teachers need to wake up. <laughs> but I think I think the message the message is good. I, I get what you're saying as far as you know those might not might not have been her ideas nor her words. But the the militant in me is like, okay, well this is the message. So let's say she wrote this paper, right. and I understand because these teachers are humans as well that they will they might be sensitive to the message, but. The degree to which they were being evasive with her parents, so they're saying. Right. So then she's beginning to get failing grades, and they're refusing for yeah. her to show to show these to show her parents the grades. They're refusing her parents different access that they should have to their child's um, sure. education. Like that was wrong too. Right. So you can you can chastise the child and say, okay, you know, this might have been a disrespectful message or any or whatever right. it is. It could have been done 
different. in a different way, but they could have handled the situation in a oh, different yeah. way as well. No, I think the school is definitely wrong yeah. as well. I think the teachers, you know, however she was treated and the family was treated afterwards, um, that part of it was definitely wrong. I mean, these are adults, yeah. and this is a kid. This kid didn't know one way or another whether someone helped her with this this idea or not that she couldn't or shouldn't say this. Yeah. Um, so what the school did was definitely wrong. I'm not. But then I don't know. Should she have not have said it? Let's, again, let's say right. these are her ideas. If she feels like that the that when she's in a classroom that her teachers aren't culturally competent, that they aren't addressing the sort of things that they need to address. Like so, if it's history and we're only talking about white history all year and then we reserve it to black history. She can say, you know, this should be integrated into all of our right. learning all year right. all year right. round. And that's what I took from it. Is that that's what I took from it as well. There should be equally taught history, not just black history month, women's history month, white history month, Irish history month, like that. All, <laughs> that was a bad, all my, no. I'm just saying, that I'm just saying that. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was a shot. That was a shot. That's why you only get 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick Douglass is not somebody who should just be confined to those 28 days. Absolutely. And there's lots of different people. Like, if you take like Marcus Garvey, is somebody who shouldn't be confined to those 28 days. Benjamin Monica? Yes. Oh, there's. I mean, even Women's History Month, we should, we should, during Black it History Month, we shouldn't, we shouldn't just be saying, oh, let's talk about Benjamin Banneker, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Like, you know, let's talk about Sojourner Truth. Let's talk about Madam C.J. Walker yeah, or sure. Mary McLeod Bethune. Like, yeah, let's do all of that. Yeah, let's talk about Oprah. Like, no, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but this is something that we've said forever. I mean, yeah, I, when exactly. I was a kid in the 70s, we said the same thing. We had that one month. My paper was always on Madam C.J. Walker. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, but it, that was... <laughs> As I get older, I'm gonna add a few more. Uh, few more I'm gonna upgrade the vocabulary ahead. So the show, yeah. So it's been it's been something that has been a problem, and clearly it hasn't been addressed in the way that it needs to be. So this is a message that's ongoing. And at some point, rather than being scared of the message and saying, "Little girl, you're being disrespectful," let's say, you know what? Let's be adults, and how can we make this change? But I thought she said something else, and maybe I'm maybe I didn't I'm watch wrong. The video. I just I mean, read that. But article. there was another point where in the in the video when she actually gives the speech, she says, "And I don't know." the book. She said that the book is actually a derogatory story, that it is negative. Uh, it's not a positive story. Okay. And it was the words that she didn't know that she looked up, which made her realize. And that was what fueled her to write the mm -hmm. essay. It's not what we were saying. What fueled her to write the essay was once she um, looked up these words to understand what it meant, this was a negative book. And it it, it put him in a negative light. Um, and that that's what she didn't like about it. And okay. why would they give black kids in a gotcha. black community this book that they obviously aren't understanding but you think it's okay to you um, know yeah. so that was her issue which you know like I said I don't know the book I don't is this the it. is this the the big autobiography of Frederick Douglass like this is the thick what, was what is this book no the book <laughs> is the is uh, Frederick Douglass' first uh, his autobiography and the narrative of the life that's a big book. What grade? Yeah. They thirteen. Yeah. That's right. a thick book. That is a big book. We read it in college. No, seriously, it's huge. Just yeah. like this. Yeah. So, so, did you read it? Yeah, I've read the book. Is it negative? No. So then, and so that's what's interesting because I mean, she clearly you hear her. Yeah. Tell this in her essay. Like it's not. Like, it doesn't say that in what I read. She says it in the essay. So I'm, you know, I'm sitting there like, oh, they gave these little black kids a book that's talking about, you know, lynching people. Like, what are they? I, that's what I'm assuming because I don't know but the book. That's what. That's 
what honestly is what they need. Well, my, my son, uh, we just did a, uh, a black. I mean, he just did we a just black did history, <laughs> he just did a that. black Wait. history project. Um, and the first person that he chose was uh, Rosa Parks, okay. and he chose Egypt as his country. Uh, they choose a country. And, uh, country. Well, you know, and Egyptians really don't think they're black, so clearly they're not in Africa, right? Yeah. 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 So just so you can let, let when yeah. you're teaching your son, make sure he knows that. Oh, oh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, somebody took that. So then he chose um, he chose Malcolm X and he chose Nigeria. And I used to always play these Malcolm X speeches all the time. Mm-hmm. Of course you. Uh, since Sunday he was a baby, oh, I used to play them live uh, throughout the house. And we listened to it and I played his speeches again. He's like, oh, wait, that's Malcolm X? I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought that he was like related to us or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> chance to listen to it and I'm not trying to knock a little girl I mean because then I'd be bashed like why is she knocking a little girl like I'm not I'm just saying that if we're going to take up a cause then you kind of need to look at it from all, oh, all right. angles yeah. of it and if you listen to her trying to read this paper I mean it literally is like someone trying to read somebody else's paper and you don't know where their periods and their you know commas are and mm. uh, what is this word and oh my mom helped me let me sound it out in my head real quick uh, and it, it just did not sound like and what I've been thinking since you've been talking is like maybe this was something that they constructed just like how the Rosa sure. Parks thing was not an accident <laughs> so maybe her parents was like you know what you're gonna be this yeah. thing. you're gonna be the reason why we come up on this call no, and, we're gonna get you a college education uh-huh. out of this uh-huh. right. because that's ex- yo I guarantee you that if not then probably by now the NAACP she's Al- having brunch with Al Sharpton today I was just thinking that like dinner with Jesse Jackson and Nutcutter um what else He was standing next to Malcolm and he was trying to shoot him and he missed. So <laughs> first, okay, it's my bitch. It's my bitch. That was my original plan to go back and do all that. <laughs> Yo, he said they tried to shoot Tyler Perry but he missed. <laughs> no, Tyler Perry said ho. It's Tyler Perry. Oh, 
Shout out to Tyler Perry. You gotta get him on the show. No shout out. Oh, no. Tyler Perry. Oh, he will never come on this. Tyler Perry. White people this. don't like Tyler Perry either. Him or Arkell. Yes. So please don't call me a racist because I don't support Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry presents podcast Wednesday. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna take over. I'm gonna be the angry dark skinned guy, bald somehow. You want to not have a shirt on? You're greased up. You just gonna be his friend. That's biracial, and you just gonna be like. Yeah, Kevin's gonna be in charge. Kevin's gonna be in charge somehow. I don't know how he's, he's gonna be in charge. He's gonna be funding it. <laughs> with his Irish pot of blue. <laughs> 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 he kind of sounds like an Irishman, like. <laughs> 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 Irish people don't got two fears. They got leprechauns and clumps. Oh, <laughs> 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 gold under their pillow. <laughs> Next year, not eat. I gotta stop, yo. I'm, oh my girl. god, leprechauns gonna be at your door. Yo, it's gonna be, be, at- be Tyler Perry, gay people, and leprechauns. <laughs> the leprechaun from the movie. That was gonna be out oh, there. Tyler Perry gonna be holding the leprechaun movie. like he bubbles and shit. He's not making fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Tyler Perry going to say you didn't stop making fun of him? Love him coming in and it's just like, yeah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Where the man. fuck did the conversation go? Yo, yo, yo we got to go to break. <laughs> yeah, break. Let's break. Break. break it. See why we needed y'all here? Right. The conversation was over if y'all wasn't here. What about the leprechaun? Tyler Perry holding him. Ty presents the leprechaun. Having this reoccurring image where I'm standing on top of church's chicken playing guitar. Looked over and I see B.O.B. with this strange cigar. He's standing on top of Dunkin' Donuts, it's like he own it. We had the corner of gear to him and they don't want it. We out here somewhere in me and Europe, they out here joining. My niggas do it way too much sure my chain lonely. But they don't know about black pearls, but I will show them why the world's sleeping on black girls. Hey, I don't know, man. Silverback stacks, jumping out the jungle, blowing tiger strike bubbles with go to hell bubble gum. When I was younger, space shuttle got hung in front of everyone in ground. Mom tells me to stay humble, but do not un. 
their stand when they these mumbles and make them throw up their arms and hands and I'll stumble and they will know I put on my pants one leg at a time like they do pay us no mind but everybody looking while we do it it take us more time excuse me if I'm no exhibitionist according to the internet 3000 got a big old dictionary full of words he must know how to use them it also says I play the violin and that ain't true but you give me six strings and a pick and I will make a good talk talk why I ain't gotta say shit and I encourage any child to pick up some instrument cause if you're mad at your dad or mom you can grab it and strum eat your cabbage and corn by the time you're done you'll finally realize that they meant you no harm they was trying to save your crazy ass for what's to come 3,000 motherfucker Mr. Tell me some my partner say I should practice more I know they be saying I sound like I'm out of tune I asked them, do you cry in tune, nigga? Do you laugh in tune? We are back. Uh, we have another new segment. Um, we have uh, a face off the rapper, the rap artist, the rock star, the now the reporter. Um, he is face from the streets. I don't know if y'all remember Hits from the Streets, probably not because we're <laughs> probably like very young. But um, uh, Hits from the Streets was a TV show on BET that, that, that they kind of stole the idea from my cousin Face. So now we stole it back because fuck BET and Tom Perry. And we yeah, have Face. Face, are you there? Yes. Yes, I am here. And Face, where are you reporting to us live from this week? I am in um, Sarah Wait, why, why are you in Sarah Palin's living room, Face? We are looking at Russia through our intergalactical space modulator, <laughs> and she really can see Russia from one level, but probably because she's a Russian spy, but... Oh, she wasn't bullshitting, Face? No, she's really a Russian spy. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, where did you get the intel from? But, excuse, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Uh, <laughs> I said, where did you get that intel from? What? What did you say? The intel. Where did you get that intel from that she was a Russian spy? No, this, this is live intel. I'm in her living room. <laughs> you don't need to know where you're from. I'm from her living room. What you mean? <laughs> She's telling well, so me. So what's right going now. on in Russia right now? We're <laughs> Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Global warming. Global warming. And drinking Pepsi's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how are you guys doing back there? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said drinking Pepsi. Oh, um, <laughs> what'd you say, Faith? No, no, that, that's pretty much it. There's a, um, 
There's a starving child. And there are starving people in Alaska. You figure with all the snow that it would be something to do. Space modulator from and that's when you're going to bring it. Let's, yeah, okay. let's, 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 let's go. <laughs> like I said, the intergalactical space modulator is connected to the time continuum and it is owned by Sarah Palin. Oh, okay. So you got it from right. Sarah Palin. I didn't actually. Where is the daycare? Is the daycare in LA or is the daycare somewhere else? Is it in LA? part of it being exclusively for Shaquille O'Neal's children. So the location was disclosed, but it's pretty hard to hide that many big children. So. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll be finding it momentarily. It must be in Miami with the rest of the basketball line. No, it is not a reality show. I think the study, they were, I think Kobe wants to study Shaq's children for their DNA strands. <laughs> because he wants to clone them? He wants to create a bunch of super shacks. I'll have a trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't got so, money like that. So did you play him in poker? No, no, I didn't have time. No wings around in my space modulator. <laughs> got you. Bro. No wings in my space modulator. It's up for Sarah's. It's up for Sarah's. Well, no, it's his nail because he stole it. Right, well, it's his nail because right. he stole it. <laughs> Phase, so do it's like you, a time machine. Right. Kind of, sort of. Okay. Do, do you plan on taking it back? Okay, here you Do you plan on taking it back, Faith? No, I think the, the world can do better for itself without Sarah Palin in control of the time space modulator. I think it's better off left in my hands. It'll allow I don't know me which one is more dangerous, but I kind of agree. <laughs> I kind of agree. Yeah. I think you should keep. I mean, if he can see Russia from another room, but we figured it out. She has an intergalactical space modulator, <laughs> and she connected it to her time continuum. It makes perfect sense to me. Something will happen. Face, we gonna check back with you in a week and see where you are. All right. All right. Thanks. Huh? Like, all right, we all just hit peace like five times. Right there. All right, Nanu, Nanu. All right, all right, all right. Have all that one. All right, we're back. That was interesting. That was wow. I need one. Can we clone this face modulator? Right. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, you. It's possible. You don't even know who it is. Face can steal you one. All right. From Mitt Romney, I guess he has one too because he's following. Try and go to Freaknik. But we try to go back to free time. Oh, so it's like, back to free time. It doesn't, it's not like a place jumper. It's also a time. <laughs> what I heard it, from what I heard, yeah. it does both. Okay. It? Yeah, it does it's both. Right. It does everything. I don't want to go place to place. I just want to go back, like, fix shit. Okay. Like, no, invest in Starbucks. Well, wait, you said to go to Freaknik. Did you have a bad experience at Freaknik No, I've never been, but I've heard about a good experience. I was probably, <laughs> that you weren't there for, that you wanted yeah, to go. So you need to fix that. Yeah, I was probably that. like nine, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you want to go now? I want to go now. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like nine. <laughs> when did Sister Sister come out? That's when they talked about I was like nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like nine. They was talking about the Freaknik one, Sister Sister? They talked about the Freaknik one episode of Sister Sister. No, they really? Yeah. Really? I never saw that episode. It was a Sister Sister knows Moesha, I'm sorry. I guess. Uh, that makes more sense. I mean, they had somebody from Onyx and they had uh, Ray, Ray J. Ray J. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes so a lot tough. more sense. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Pepsi and Hoes and Google. Okay. <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, it does. Who in here has iDroid? iDroid? I don't have one of those. I actually have seen an iDroid phone. You have an iPhone. I have an iDroid. He doesn't have an iDroid. Because that's an Android that wants to look like an iPhone. No, you got to see it's not even an Android phone. You don't have an Android? Android and Oh, Windows. Windows Mobile. I'm about to show you the background. It's probably Windows Mobile. Chill, I got an iPhone. All right. No, you, <laughs> you have an iDroid? Look, here's an iPhone. Oh, iDroid. That is an iDroid. That's a mess. Yeah, you have one. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this mess here. <laughs> okay. FBI issued a warrant to Google, to Google to unlock a pimp's Android phone. A pimp's Android phone, not this little mini pimp on the screen. Yeah, a right. real pimp. They were uh, investigating a prostitution ring, and <laughs> all the information that they needed was in his phone. Which people think, oh, I put a lock on my phone. They'll never uh, be able yeah, to get to it. Right. Well, yeah, they sent the warrant to Google and said, yeah, unlock this phone, or we're gonna shut down all search everywhere. We'll get the FBI. And we can do that. I don't know if they said that, but that promise. Okay, I want to say you do it. Like, I mean, here. Like, Try me. Go ahead. Why not? 
But uh, so I, I don't know. How does everybody feel about their privacy as far as their phone? I know with like iPhones, Wait, like, you can't even. Uh, excuse shoot. me, did you forget about George Bush and the Patriot Act? Like that, that has been around since Bush was like five years. But it seems that long as they hey, Rashad Weber, terrorists, they had shit. All of us are aware of it, but the people that share their uh, uh, their like private and. Uh, private information places. willingly publicly seem yeah. to not remember this, so they're probably like, shocked, like "Oh my god, they looked at his phone!" Like, yes, they can do that, and they do it in real time. Mm-hmm. Now, if I text somebody now, they're probably reading it right now. Like, oh man, that guy's playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> or not? Oh yeah, exactly. Or not? So, I like, dude, she's never gonna the, say yes to uh, yes. Privacy in your phone, like. I mean, I feel as though privacy on your... F- I don't really... Like, privacy on your phone, you're only really trying to hide it from, like, your girlfriend. Like, everybody's like, privacy. Like, the phone company can see it if they want to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's fair. Right. Right. see it if they want to. No, not really. Like, I don't put that... Don't and, you know, when I back... I was amazed at this. One that... Uh, I backed up my phone when I first got it. Well, maybe it was the third time. Yeah. And I didn't hit something. And it was like... Text messages that I had deleted two days ago were uh, back yeah, in my yeah. phone, and yeah, I didn't they, know it did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I was like, wait a minute, did not delete this, and everything yeah, that was I had had that day <laughs> was gone if I changed anything because of that backup. Yeah. So it's always somewhere. The fucking feds. What I find weird about like uh, social networks and things that are uh, connected to my phone is that when, uh, uh, let's say, I text MJ and then I call, you know, Latiana and then I text Najee, all three of those people will, 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 I just like pop up on the sidebar on my Facebook. Like, oh yeah, I don't like that. The hell? Like, uh, well, how did you know that? Like, that kind of, I don't like. But that you can at turn all. that off. You can, yeah. but it still happens. I'm just like there's like ads in your Google. If you go on your Gmail and you click an email about. You know, uh, yeah, something Taylor. from Best Buy, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "Yeah, are you looking for a computer?" Like, no, right. the yeah. are you looking for a computer? <laughs> okay, the, or, you or the weird things I always get on the side of my um, Facebook are. Are you 40 and want to go back to school? How do you know how yeah, old I am? Exactly. Like, did you First of all, I'm like, why are you in my business? Right. Why are you in my business? This is my business. I want right. to go back to school. And I'm 40. So what? Right. What am I told me? I'm 35. Fuck right. you, Facebook. It's <laughs> actually shit. Oh, it's mainly Facebook, though. It's like, it's mainly Facebook. Twitter has these, you know, they're, uh, they're a perfect example. Just logged into my Facebook. LT just showed up on my sidebar. Hey, now you see why I yeah, yeah. now shut up. Honestly, I'm just going to do the Kevin shut the fuck yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, back to uh, pimps and uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about the topic? about this story? Are we thinking the story's bad? That's what I wanted to know. Right, because I mean, they got the warrant and they did it the legal <laughs> way. And Google can always come back and go, "Get yo, fuck off. We're gonna go against your warrant if it's, you want this." Yeah, but Google actually, like res- right, Google actually responded. They wouldn't actually say, but they. Right. They said that we follow the law. Right. And that was the their And it's putting their privacy no. And am I supposed to be sympathetic to, to the pimp? To, right. Uh, Here's my question. What the fuck was this pimp? Like, he was the pimp. pimp was like, we don't brown a pimps. Yeah. Like, he must, he must have be. rings in Taiwan. Thailand <laughs> and New York. He must have. It could have been child prostitution as well. You could right. have had pictures. But what yeah, was funny was they said, and I never thought about this, that people, the phones, I guess only Androids have it, where the pattern is um, keystroke, not like a number, but yes. yeah. 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 that's yeah. all you have to do is look at the smudges on yeah. the person's yeah. phone. And oh, you yeah. 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 That's all you gotta do. I never thought about that. I was like, oh, let me find someone who has that. Exactly. That's all you gotta do. 
Nah, I mean, when my homies friends got broken into because of that degree thing. Kevin, recently joined the Illuminati. Yeah, got an iPhone. <laughs> How do you feel about your iPhone and all the things that are safe? This is the best phone you ever had. You gotta think that it's the best phone ever. Yeah. But I also understand hell. I already know that Google and Facebook sell all your information to every company. Right. Yes, they do. To make your life a little bit easier or whatever. I don't know. Amazon does the same thing. Apple does the same thing too. So they're like the four biggest companies. They're trying to get in every aspect of your life. Pretty much. So as long as I know that, I can watch myself and make sure. Right. Cool. Don't be stupid. On your phone. So don't be stupid on your phone. Yeah, don't be stupid on the phone. Right. On your, on but like phone. on the privacy thing, I don't know if anyone heard about this, but there was a story that um this girl, I, I didn't, like I just got like a news like NBC10 crap, so he didn't go too much in depth. But like this girl, she went to school. Like the, the principal at the school called the sheriff in the school, and they made her give out her Facebook profile. They made her put in her password so they what? could access her Facebook profile. ACLU is all over this shit. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, 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 that's the is, The school was like, we didn't do nothing wrong. I'm thinking, yeah, you yeah. did, because I'm sorry, you could tell her not to go on the Facebook if it's a school computer, right. but the Facebook is not school property. That's yeah. property. Well, that's like those MacBooks that were given out over in uh, right. Lower Marion. Right, right. They, and, and they had the cameras on them and right. were using them without people's permission and knowledge. Right, I mean, no, I'm like, if it's a little girl, the only people I can tell her to open it are the parents. Right. Yes, Give me your damn password. Then and even then, the parents, they could be like, the I forgot. If you were that concerned. <laughs> But they scared the hell. They had the cops in the room with her. Yeah, that's too much. You know, your girl or yeah, anybody in the school. What was the gonna, point of all this? Like, they didn't go into it because they all, they were like more importantly going like ACLU's all over this because they're going to sue the school. Obviously, yeah. right? right. Yeah. And they were saying the school did other kids too. This is just the first girl. Like, Why did the cops go along with this? I don't know. I'm not that's like that's like my boyfriend just kicked me. What? My boyfriend is Right. Bye. 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 Call me back when somebody dies, okay? <laughs> um, so speaking of invasions of people's privacy, mm-hmm. if you listen to the podcast last season and this season, uh, you know that we have people share stories that are somewhat <laughs> private or private publicly because we try to humanize our guests. Where they feel so, as though their life has been fucked. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Good word. Um, Thank you. So we're going to start with Latiana. <laughs> oh, she never girl. has any stories. I don't. I catastrophize. I catastrophize things at the moment and then forget about them. So my <laughs> FML story is still weak. Um, I've been feeling like I needed to go on vacation forever, and I wanted to go. See, so wet. But basically, long story short. I waited until the plane tickets were $600 when the week before they were $269. Oh. So, instead oh. of going, um, well, it wasn't even going to be a vacation. Now I'm actually getting a legit vacation. I'm going to go to Trinidad because I can get to Trinidad for cheaper than getting to Atlanta. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. it's not really that interesting. Uh, Once like, again, I don't want to have to go after yeah. her. That's crazy. Like, that's still kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm still, still kind of mad. She's going, she's going to Trinidad for Atlanta. Right. Atlanta's just right. a bunch of gays and well, no, I was going to go to Atlanta okay. to visit my godson and like do, I guess, family stuff. Yeah, then we were going to drive to the, the beach, beach, but now I'm right. going to Trinidad. Like, she's like, family. You're a horrible person for like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, because it really is. 
you know, a quick story. And it's not even my story. My cousin, who will remain nameless, went to uh, we went to Atlanta uh, to record in the studio down there. And he went to the mall. Was it Fix? Lennox Mall. No, not Fix. Oh, no, I would have said Fix. He went to Lennox Mall and he walked in Lennox Mall. He said that he was trying, like, he came back and his face was like pale white. He's like, yo, it was just so many gay people. Like, I was like, yo, they took over the mall. Like, I need to go to Magic City immediately. Like, immediately. Right now. Let's go there now. You said I gotta go there now. Another little music. So, I mean, we all go out, we all drink, have a good time, and I was out, and I ended up talking to this guy, and he's walking me to my car, and as I'm walking to the car, I'm thinking to myself, I really should have went to the bathroom, but at the same time, I'm thinking, I mean, you know, we have that power, I can hold it, so I keep going, but when we get to the car, we end up talking for like 20, 25 minutes at the car, and I'm sitting there like to the bathroom but I still just sit there so instead of you know once we finally leave instead of going back in the club or where we were and going to the bathroom I'm like I'm just going I'm going home so I'm driving and we're coming from I'm coming from South Street and I'm going towards like the art museum and as I'm getting closer and closer to City Hall I'm like oh my god I am not gonna and I'm doing like squirt <laughs> in the seat and I'm like what am I gonna and I call my I'm by myself so I call my girlfriend I'm like I gotta pee like what am I gonna do and she's like you're gonna have to get out and pee and I'm like how about she's like you don't have like a McDonald's cup in the car I'm like I'm not peeing in a McDonald's cup and she's like well then you're gonna have to get out and pee so I'm driving and driving and I gotta go I gotta go and finally I get to like JFK Boulevard and I'm like I can't make it so I pull over and there's a car behind me and I jump out and I decide I'm gonna pee right there on the sidewalk in between the two cars and as I'm like getting up and trying to pull my dress down the car turns his light <laughs> Late night or JFK Boulevard, I'm gonna park cars when I'm doing it. <laughs> I, I took my blinkers at like I was winking at like, <laughs> like, no, you should do what she was like, see her tripping shit. Yeah, it was, it was a little, you know, I think at that moment I was still kind of worried about not stepping in my own pee. It was like, then I didn't want to take that, enough. but it still was like, and I'm not gonna look at the guy, so I'm gonna right. just yeah, like, 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 I didn't even see the Right. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, 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 she no, you look. The coke guy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no coke guys no here. Coke. Oh, no, we don't do coke. No, no, no FBI. I mean, we don't get them the fuck out of here. Don't hack us, FBI. Yeah. No, coke is terrible. God, it's yeah. a dumb thing. Oh, all right, man. Yeah, you angry about it. No, I'm just terrible. <laughs> fuck coke. Destroy families. <laughs> no, I'm Make pretty I'm women I'm ugly. Yeah, thanks a lot, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> That's a ball. Yeah, <laughs> 
Man, y'all threw the coke right at Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> How did it get hot in here? Uh, like, I don't know. Like, I'm like ready to take my sweat off and probably sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> two, two women right, in a row. Exactly. Well, we turn the lights up high and make it hot. Uh, turn the lights down low. <laughs> turn it on and off, right? Make oh. <laughs> it hot so somebody notices it. Right. Like, oh, yeah. it was hot for her. But everybody's cheeks are red. Really? Yeah. Even his. Right. I was about to say, it was impossible <laughs> for Everything is purple. I'm sorry. It was cool what they were doing. It was kind of when it came to you. Huh? I, I can't. You had too many shots. You had to limit. You got 10. What you mean? Limit. You were calling me nonchalant for a month. Yes, That's no. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and he has his shirt on. And he's got his <laughs> so we even? Yeah, everybody. So we even. Okay. We're just going to make fun of everyone's flaws today. Oh, so uh, me and your is, shirt. Is this the end? Yeah. Yes. Yes. my life stories? I don't have. I have a fuck. I don't think I have a fuck my life story. I mean, it doesn't top like missing out on. Yeah. Or keep show hair. Or keep show. Or Trinidad, you know, like Trinidad and peeing, um, but uh. Kind of go much. together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She'll get drunk while she's there. She'll she'll yeah, you're definitely gonna be on the ocean. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what you're gonna do. Oh, I gotta go. Fucking ocean. Right. She's gonna think of that story like. No, she'll be she'll be saying, "Oh, well, at least it's not a pool where you get the little green line behind." You start running away from the green line. Hold on, that shit really happens. No, but no, it doesn't. Oh my god. Speaking of the beach, I do have an FML story from the beach. There we go. That's good. A couple years ago, I just happened to be talking about. Jellyfish and how there are jellyfish here, there, there. When you, when somebody gets stung by a jellyfish, you're supposed to get peed on. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got stung by a jellyfish. Wow. Oh. And it was so painful. Like my whole arm, like the scar ended up being like black. Who peed on you? No one peed on me. I thought I was going to die. Like I got out the beach. I was like, oh my God, we're going to the rest of the hospital. And then I went to like the, um, the tour, tourist. Right. house or something and it was like spray vinegar or something. Oh, somebody should have peed on you. Yeah. 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 That would have been, been a real yeah. FLA story if somebody peed on me. That's just something you don't know. Somebody else's. But I was, and I was talking to a guy that we didn't know. I'm like, I'm going to have to get peed on. Then you'd have had to see their thing too. Yeah, you know, win-win. What the pee in the thing is. R. Kelly was there. He was like, yes. Oh, man. She looks Honestly, I would have been on the phone like, yo, you ain't going to believe what I'm doing. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm peeing on this joint, huh? <laughs> right there. 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 <laughs> so these two vitamin waters in this shit, man. Right, exactly. But, uh, I like the I like to thank LJ and Jay for coming on. It was great. Check us out with the yeah. initials. How about yeah. this? LJ, LJ, MJ. I should come come cool. visit the radio show. You absolutely have to. All right. Yeah. Welcome back, Nigel. I'm Shout out to Pino. 
Um, yeah, but it's not done yet. You know, I don't want no Give us problem. a little taste. A little taste. Damn. <laughs> Put you on the spot too, little people. The censor songs with B2K and Mario and all of them. All of them. I don't even honestly, I can't even think of song that's sensitive. <laughs> that's gonna be a sensitive ass dancing song. I would you never in real life be a part of it. Spice Girls, you gonna do it with them? Spice Girls. Go- <laughs> my- Yo, that song first came out when I was at Wild Skating Ring at a party. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I never knew that. I know the whole word, so don't like, don't get me there. I can do the whole song. This is Nigel Spice. We we can go back and forth. I know this song. We can go back and forth. Unfortunately, I know the song. Oh man. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Can everybody give y'all Twitter names before this turn into uh Idol? Nigel Spice and LT Spice. Hold on, there's nothing wrong with me liking the Spice Girls and shit. They had a nice little song. It was catchy. No, I'm not judging. We're fine. Y'all judging this shit. Y'all judging this shit. Y'all judging this shit. You're taking defense. Y'all judging this shit. Y'all judging this shit. Y'all judging this shit. Don't shoot us. Don't shoot us. All right, y'all can fuck that. Twitter time, not G time. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at DJ Nancy Nudge. I'm on Instagram as well. Nancy Nudge, also known as Puff Daddy. How do you spell Nudge? N-H-N. Uh... Tune in to the radio show Wednesdays on the Cornerstone. DJ Nasty Nice, Team Moody Boys, UEA. Uh, uh, yeah, that child, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Amy has a friend on Facebook. No, no. No, don't, don't tell him your full name. <laughs> don't, don't Amy has a friend on Facebook. Um, again, I'm. You gotta love MJ. Gotta love underscore MJ. Real simple. Okay. Okay, I'll share. Ah, what? Yeah, Mine is L T E L L E underscore underscore T E E. I was about to say, they will never yeah, get right. it right. I have said saying. so many things to Latiana and she never saw it. I'm like, damn, I forgot the second <laughs> Two of them try to be difficult. I understand. You know, that could uh, work life. Uh, oh, Kevin's <laughs> Twitter is at Podcast W E D S. Oh, you can talk to him. Yeah, um, I'm on all the time. <laughs> He's on there all the time. Mine's is Pelly is hundred eighty four. Just like the movie fiasco alert. Uh, you weren't trying to be sexy with that, cause nah, that's kind of no need. No need. That's no need. I'm a grown man. Sixty man, I swear. <laughs> checkers in the park. I am, I am. Uh, my Twitter and the Twitter for the website is at I am not a rapper five eight. If you wanna uh, just follow the site and you don't wanna see me talk, which I barely do, uh, you can follow at I A N A R posts with the S at the end. Uh, you can also follow at podcast a W E D S if you wanna talk to Kevin yep. and. Um, you can follow yourself to a better future. All right, so thank you for joining us this week. And we'll be back. Shout out to uh, Face. Oh, yeah, shout out to Face. Yo, shout out to Face. Face Off's Twitter is 
Face Off doesn't have a Twitter. Or you can search him on Facebook, though. Uh, Face Off, or you can download his debut album on IronRapperOspit.com. It's called Independence Day. Independent apostrophe S Day. Uh, <laughs> like his name is Independent oh, and this is Day. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, right. yeah, thanks for coming. And we out, guys. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Slammers. I ain't got no time, I ain't doing no crime Why you talking to me? I ain't dropping no dime Sitting back in my shirt, Givenchy on my back Sitting in Yonkers, bringing the dog back LOX is here, we back up in here Double R's here, we coming to share I'm back, back and I'm chilling, came back and I'm wheeling Niggas talking crazy, got to make a killing Took over them companies, took over them trees Came in them a flight, passport overseas On my penis, yeah. twisting up our fingers. Yeah. You know who my team is. Yeah. Start him up and fold them, then we treat them like the cleanest. Used to push the jack, stolen tags, fit the cereal. Mouth froze, top bro, full of gold material. 88 back, bass bumping through your stereo. Chicken noodle soup and mixing soda with the cereal. White like milk, got beige like a Cheerio. Cakes and purple syrup, and my breakfast is complete. New black scale shit to compliment the fleece. Green box of red bottom, straight from Swizzy on my feet. Some billionaire boys and some billionaire boys club Probably push a Gotti, that's a billionaire toy, huh? Whoa, Kimo Sabi, I'm in Junior Montanabi Marikami or Versace and Givenchy on your boy, huh? Hey, right One, two, hey. one, two Right One, two, hey. one, two Right Get him God damn it they can't stop me. Listen to ASAP Rocket. Walking through the club, no bitches say I'm cocky. Walking through the club, no bitches say I'm cocky. Walking through the club, no bitches say I'm cocky. Chill back when I'm laid back. Sit back and I'm way back. Everybody better stay back. Bitch, don't say that. Back, back and I'm business. Came back and I kiss it. Niggas wanna. Can I get a witness? Shit, my arm on fly. About to move the sky. Bounce gas on my wall. Yeah, goddamn, I'm fly. Yeah, two parents and all that. Castles and all that uh, Rembrandt, you name it Bitch, I got all that yep. Back to me on my skiller Came back with a nilla Bitch, ask my color I told that bitch vanilla God damn it Right Right Boston Road Right Gun Hill Road Listen Truman High School Right Evander Right. 135. Hey. Right. Hey.